0: Discussing the news that matters. Light Breakfast, front page. And with me on front page this morning, I have veteran journalist uh, Dato Wong Sai Wan, the editor-in-chief of the Malay mail and and Edwards of Anne Edwards TV. Good morning, folks. Good Hi, morning. morning. Well, I have to thank you for coming in on such a rainy Friday morning. <laughs> no worries. Now, the BN Chirama has drawn thousands in Puntian as Pakatan struggles. In fact, the unprecedented show of support for Barisan was a stark contrast to the Pakatan Harapan Kopitiam Forum uh, that only managed to pull a crowd of about 70 odd people I mean I hear the BN trauma had about 3,000 over yeah Uh, is this a harbinger of doom for uh, Pakatan's chances in Tanjung P.I. I
1: I think the by-election has come at a very inopportune time for Pakatan Harapan I think the frustration and the unfulfilled promises (laughs) and uh, the quarreling within Pakatan Harapan it will surface now Uh, say what you like Barisan seem fairly united although there are rumours that they had uh, difficulty getting the, the candidates. But the mm-hmm. most interesting thing is that veteran politician, statesman, stalwart Lim Kit Siang, who headed the Pakatan Harapan Ceramah, only managed to draw a crowd of 70. Mm. Mm. That is unheard of. Contrasted with Barisan National, they had Hadi Awang speaking mm. in a Chinese kopitiam. Or Chinese area, and they had three thousand. Mm. Oh, this that was unheard of. Yeah.
0: Mm. What are your thoughts on that,
2: Anne? It's like it's like how MCA was before, and you know it's like they've switched places. Uh, obviously, there's a wind of change right here, uh, especially among the Chinese. Um, we're looking at uh, also the fact that um, Bn's candidate is popular. He had a track record. He was an MP for two terms and I think the main issue is because the economy is not good, you know, cost of living, uh, lack of job opportunities and of course uh, the Chinese are very much expecting issues, education issues like the United Examination Cert which is still awaiting recognition. There's also the Jawi calligraphy issue and a cutback on government funding for uh, Tunku Abdul Rahman University College. Oh, right. Okay, so all these are not addressed. Okay. But having said that, there may be a swing in votes if Pakatan can garner the support of fence-sitters, which is now mounting about some 17%. Okay.
1: But see, the thing is this. Everyone, both sides, are concentrating on the non-Malay areas. Because they believe that the Malay voters will be split right down the centre mm-hmm. between mm. uh, Pakatan Harapan and uh, BN. BN. Mm. So at the end of the day, they know that the swing voters will be the Chinese. I'm not so sure. It all depends on how the Malay votes. Actually, mm. I think I think the trick would be coming next week is how they treat the Malay voters. Mm. Mm. Uh, the big guns have already been pulled. Yeah. They're already starting offering uh, handouts. And uh, Upgrading pa- of jetties oh, and oh, yes. What I heard <laughs> At least the minister promised It's cash up front tomorrow
0: Oh, are we still MOA? doing that? Are we still is giving out agriculture cash? Agriculture minister Oh yes, yeah, the yeah, agriculture yeah, minister agricultur
1: promised minister. He said, I'm different I openly declare oh, wow. This is my allocation I'm not hiding it
2: At least a 1000 for per fisherman Per fisherman, you know <laughs> Okay,
1: uh, okay. And of course, Tanjung Piai is a major fishing port for Johor. Mm, okay. mm, so, mm-hmm. will the thousand word translate into what's I'm mm. not so sure.
0: Okay, well, it's something we are definitely watching very, very closely. Coming up next, uh, plus reload booths of uh, scrap this week. And everyone has something to say about that. We'll take a look at that headline after Bruno Mars' grenade here on Light. Yeah. And with me this morning, veteran journalist, uh, that the Wong Sai Wan and Anne Edwards and the hashtag Manso Touch and Go hashtag, um, has joined Twitter's trending topics this week as Malaysians complain about limited top-up alternatives and the unreasonable surcharge. I mean, this system has been going on. Um, we've been using it for over 20 years. Is this a justified reason for plus to shut down these reload booths that, you know, they're causing traffic jams when people forget or oh, to upload their touch and go? There's already a complaint about how there
2: is no cash, uh, you know, uh, booths for, uh, for for those who actually forget, you know, to top up or even bring their cards along. I mean, my dad is always guilty of, you know, I, oh my God, I don't have the card. And then he parks at the sign and says, what I'm going to do, mm. you know. But we do understand that they want to reduce the number of traffic accidents, especially for heavy vehicles at the toll booths, and they want to address congestion, you know, which right. is by 48%. But we're looking at how inconvenient it is. I mean, if we do have petrol stations, which has online topping up system all the time. Yeah, that are always online. They're always <laughs> online and not just get there and then it's offline. And if we do have uh, all the tolls accepting e-wallet then we we can look at this as something which is like, you know, okay, you can implement it and not one so can touch and go. But having said that, uh, I think it's a bit unfair to put that hashtag on touch and go because it is actually plus Plus. that's implementing it and not touch and go. That's my take on it. Okay,
0: Uh. Because I can see at least um, this happening at least once a month uh, for my family because, you know, (laughs) we we travel up and down the highway all the time. Sometimes you don't realize your baki is kurang. Right, so I like to
1: point out to everyone uh-huh. <laughs> that your My Card is a smart card which you can always <laughs> top it up with 10 ringgit okay. or 20 ringgit or 1000 ringgit if you want mm. and use your My Card as, as a spare cash. But that's not the problem. The problem is that Plus decided to have an experiment during last festive season whereby they shut down. The reload lane. That's right. Okay, and they said they came up with statistics that it reduced uh, congestion. congestion by thirty-seven percent or something, something to that effect. I think an experiment during the festive season, where the traffic is a lot more concentrated, you you know, that uh, I don't think that experiment was truthfully mm. reflective of the situation. You go to the Sungai Besi toll, the biggest toll in Malaysia. Mm. Okay. Uh previously the reload lane was always the longest. Right. Mm. Okay. Now that means that people have gotten used to reloading.
2: At the lane. At the lanes. Mm.
1: Plus should have given time to the drivers to get used to the idea that they're not gonna have uh re- reload lanes. Give notice. It's, this is an addiction. You suddenly have to. Take a time. Exactly. You, you just take mm. it away, you're gonna have cold turkey reaction. Okay. Which is what and <laughs> <laughs> touch and go. I, mean, I know but they got it, cola, right? Yeah.
0: Well, okay, here's yeah. the thing. I mean, how are they going to manage this problem when, you know, it's implemented and people are like, oh, goodness. Well, uh,
1: I think the position taken my plus is uh, you get used to it. Law.
0: Well, there you have it. Now, coming up, TUN uh, Dr. Madhya Muhammad says, I don't want to make another mistake. We'll take a look at what that's all about after the traffic update and Def Leopard two steps behind on light. On front page with me this morning, veteran <laughs> journalist um, Anne Edwards and the Wang Sai Wan, editor in chief of the Malay Mail. And uh, our prime minister says, I don't want to make another mistake. I've made mistakes in appointing my successor, so mm-hmm. I don't want to make another mistake this time. Wow. Um, what could be Tun's concerns regarding his successor, who we all know well, who that is? That was an interview with
1: Financial Times. Yes. Uh, I think it's rather unfair that we just chopped that one sentence and ignore the question.
0: What was the question?
1: Uh, the question was asked that, uh, was he going to hand over mm. to Anwar Ibrahim? Mm. And this, this sentence, that I don't want to make the same mistake, was preluded by a previous sentence that says something like, uh, I have, you know, well, I was asked, are you going to give it to Anwar He said, that was our promise, that's what we agreed. Then he went on to say, I've made many mistakes in pointing my, my right. successor before. So, mm. if you see in the full sentence, mm. then... It is not so bad.
0: It's not so insulting Mm -hmm. to the successor. Okay,
1: Okay, but but the thing is that I don't think Tun will melatah and simply say. Mm. So I I think it was a very measured answer knowing that it could be misconstrued. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, For those of us who've been covering Tun for all these years, uh, you never presume that he is uh, giving you a straight answer. The, he, whatever answers he give you uh-huh. could work both ways. Let, let us assume for a moment that he is talking about really he has made mistakes uh, and appointed his successors. He has only had one successor. That was, yeah. was Patla. Okay? Mm. If the story is to be believed, uh, he had wanted Najib and Patla was supposed to be an interim Prime Minister. So, so if that's the case, then he had arranged for two Prime Ministers. Mm-hmm. Were there mistakes? After 22 years of uh, to Dr. Mahadeh bin Mohammed, I think the country needed it then, just like the country needed him uh, last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The way I see it, he will give it to Anwar, it's just a matter of when. Right. All this reluctance, people keep on saying that he doesn't want to give it to Anwar, mm. then I'll say who else?
2: Mm. Uh, mm, mm, mm. uh, and your thoughts? I think that Mahadi has, in all sincerity, been very, very uh, upright. Uh, and also upfront about his intention to make Anwar his uh, successor and I think th- there's a lot of things that's being said among th- both of their circles which has uh, given us a different kind of perception all this while, but you know um, I think that Mahadeh is a very strong-minded and strong-willed person having covered him for so many times up teen times and you know having spoken to the man and all that you know when he says something he will do it you mm-hmm, know yeah. if he doesn't like it he doesn't like it I think you've, we've seen that in the past and that, that is why um, that's what happened with between him and Anwar nobody's going to force him to do what he doesn't want to do so I think that in all sincerity Anwar is his uh, successor and you know he's not saying that he's making the same mistake or
0: anything like that All right. Mm. part mm. of it is the media just playing things up isn't it yes mm. all right well the media being what it is uh, we'll take a look at uh, foreigner Malaysian marriages loopholes next right after this here's John Legend all of me on light on front page with me this morning, I have veteran journalist Dato Wong Sai Wan from the Malay Mail and Anne Edwards from Ann Edwards TV. And it looks like the issue of foreigners marrying Malaysians to circumvent labour and immigration laws is being looked into, says Dato Raja Kamarul Bahrain Shah Raja Ahmad. The deputy housing and local government minister said that they're working together with the Home Ministry to discuss ways to overcome this. Why did it take so long for action to be taken if they knew this loophole already existed?
1: I like the quote in in the report. Mm. We can't help when people fall in love.
0: (laughs) 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 Right? But the thing is,
1: I have got two questions. Mm -hmm. Why is the housing and local Ah. government involved in this? Uh, It comes to light that he was answering a question in parliament. So in other words, the Home Minister and the Deputy Home Minister was not present in the House and he stood up and answered on behalf of them. But to give it local stand he said, the housing ministry is involved. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I think he, uh, uh, Raja Kabul may not have been very knowledgeable about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you from experience that it takes a lot of steps for foreigners to marry a Malaysian. Right. Mm. You get uh, a three-month visa to start with, the foreigner. Then... He or she gets a six-month visa after that. Provided that you have uh, been a good person and you didn't abuse your visa, uh, you then get a one-year visa. So you have already been near the country for 19 months. Mm -hmm. Then after that, you get a three-year visa as a spouse. And then you get a five-year visa and that would have taken you up to almost eight years. Then only after that, you apply for another five years and you stand a chance of...
0: Permanent apply residency. for PR.
1: Right. Okay. So all in all, it'll take 20 over years.
0: Mm. Okay. Mm.
1: But that's not the point. The point is, there are many spouses who get a spouse visa but cannot work because the spouse visa does not automatically give you a working permit. There mm-hmm. is a loophole. Of course, there's a loophole in the sense that if it is a spouse who was caught working mm-hmm. uh, without a permit, that spouse could not be jailed but could be fine mm-hmm. uh, because there, we have so much illegal uh, foreign workers here The most of the time the spouse who work illegally is let off the hook uh, most of the time if you go to a raid and you, and you can hear the reading officer ask okay if you say you're a married looker ask your husband to come and get you out or ask mm-hmm. your wife mm-hmm. to come and get you out and mm-hmm. when the husband or wife come they're released
0: yeah mm-hmm. so
1: I think it's more of a practice than a loophole
0: okay mm-hmm. Now coming up Malaysia is to impose cash transaction limit of 25,000 ringgit beginning next year. We're going to take a look at that one next. And On front page with me this morning, Anne Edwards and Edwards end at the Wang Sai One. And it looks like Malaysia is planning to impose a cash transaction limit of 25,000 ringgit starting next year to further strengthen the country's financial integrity and curb illicit activities. Um, is 25,000 ringgit uh, a good number? And w- what is the purpose of this limit for cash transaction?
1: Okay, may- maybe uh, I'll put it into perspective right now. You can withdraw any amount of money you want. Whether you're a company or individual, you can withdraw. if you've got one million in your bank account, you can ask to withdraw one million cash. Even if you just want to look at it and put it back in the bank account, mm-hmm. you can do it. Then, uh, after the ninety seven crisis, the limit was set at fifty thousand. You want to withdraw more than fifty thousand, you must give a reason why. But you could still do it. Then last year it was reduced to 25,000 and no questions asked.
0: Right. This is a day, right?
1: A day. Now, Bank Nagara decided that you cannot withdraw more than 25,000, even if you have a good reason. There are only two exceptions. One is for the emergency, you know, that uh, what we do for uh, earthquake and all mm-hmm. that. The other one was unless a bank is withdrawing it.
0: Ah, okay. okay? Mm, because they are financial okay. institutions. All right.
1: Yep. This will have a big, huge impact on the tourism industry and the hotel industry. Uh, It's amazing how much cash these two sector deals in. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the exceptions should have been more wide-ranging. I can understand why they want to do it because a lot of illicit activities are now Mm cash-bound. But I think there are other ways to control that. They said they have done a survey and all that. But their survey, it's all to do with the normal normal person. The city, yeah,
0: they need to they talk to businessmen. Yeah. Yes.
1: Banknagar admits that the tourism industry will be hit. So if you do, know the tourism industry is going to be hit. can you give an exception to it? Right, can yeah. you have special <coughs> regulations for them? Okay. Yeah. It's very, very stiff.
0: Yeah. Mm. You do a lot of um, work yeah. overseas and you need cash when you <laughs> yes. do, you know, all yeah, your, yeah. your media work. Mm. And mm. uh, how will sure. this, you know, affect you, do you think?
2: I think um, overall, There will be a backlash, especially the fact that, you know, um, even now when I get or accept uh, money from overseas and it's not even like 20 or Mm 25,000, I get curated, you know, because they want to know where the money is coming in from and all that. So obviously they do not have a system to actually monitor where is this money coming in from and we still need to give them invoices and all that. So I see this as a backlash in, in the sense that it's not smooth for me to go to the bank to withdraw a certain amount for like, say, five days of uh, filming overseas, yeah. you know, yeah. which I will need more than definitely 25,000 ringgit, especially if I'm shooting in areas which, um, you mm. know, like Singapore and we need a lot more money, yes, like yes. a lot more of the ringgit. So this is definitely something which will hamper um, businesses and Something which is mm-hmm. obstructing, you know, uh, what we're doing overseas, especially.
0: Okay. But yes. I
1: mean, looking at the report by Bernama, the Bank Negara interviewed 1,000 people and came to this mm. decision. I H- think, how is
2: that viable? Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they said they also spoke to the associations. Maybe Bank Negara is not aware of the power they hold. When Bank Negara calls you for a briefing or a meeting, very few people disagree. Uh, I think the industry should have voiced and not limit themselves to 25000 right. which, by the way, is slightly more than 6000 US. <laughs> it's
0: nothing much already. Yes, it's not a lot. <laughs> yes, not okay, a lot. <laughs> well, maybe someone from Bangalore is listening this morning. <laughs> um, uh, Wong Sai Wan and Anne Edwards, thank you so much for joining me this morning on Front Page. Thanks, Shaz. Thanks, Shaz. Have a good day.